in your family to see. Because of my mother. Because of my family. Let this miracle happen tonight. Raise your hand and say in the name of Jesus. Tonight, I pray. Let a miracle happen. It says whatever. It says what? Now hear the scripture again. It says, and I want you to see that. Therefore I said to you, whatever things you ask. Not when you're just talking. It even tells you where. It says when you pray. I told you the asking, prayer. Where you, you ask what you never had. Did you hear that? Whatsoever things you do what? You ask. Whatever things you ask. When you pray. It says what? Believe. That you receive them. And you will have them. So you were meant to live a successful overcoming Christian life. God has magnificent plans for you. And these plans he has for you are so magnificent. And he wants you to have these plans working around you. But they will never work if you do not understand how he wants you to pray. How he wants you to do it. Because tonight we're doing this. We want to pray. We want to provoke God. We want to pray. But I want you to hear this. So, number one. I'll give you five. Five steps to have results in your prayer. And it will do well if you're writing. Number one. Base your prayer on the word of God. Base your prayer on the word. The Bible says... In the book of 1 John 5, from verse 14 to 15, the Bible says, This is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask, how many things? No, I want you to speak louder. How many things? What type of things? Anything. Not some things. It's as if we ask anything. If we ask anything right now, anything you need now, if you ask, why do people pray and never see results? Let's look at these steps. Because you might be doing step number one, but not number two, not number three. Now, let's look at these steps. Now, number one, base your prayer on the word. The Bible says, if you ask, this is the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Okay, verse 15. It says, and if we ask that he hears us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked for. Now, if you hear the Bible, there says, if we ask anything according to his will, what is the will of God? The will there, it is his word. His word. Check NIV. It says, and if we know, in verse 14, NIV, it says, this is the confidence that we have in, in, in approaching God, 
that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. What is the will of God? What is his will? The word, the word of God is his will. Now, so how do we ask God according to his will? This is where now we have got a lot of people who do not live in the Bible, who don't read the scriptures and they want results. And some, they hear the word and they, they hear us teach, but they do not make use of the word. Are you here? So how do we do it? Philippians 4 verse 19. For example, I'm going to just give you this as an example. All right? Yes, sir. Now, you want to pray in what? In accordance to the will of God or in accordance to the word. You want to make a prayer. You are looking uh, for God to help you, to give you whether it's a breakthrough or finances. You don't just come and say, in the name of your Father, I pray. Oh, Lord, I pray for breakthrough. I pray. I pray, Lord, open my life. I know you'll open my life. No, you need... Of course, he can answer you like that. But we are talking of effective prayer. We are talking of an effective prayer. For example, the Bible says, look there. It says, and my God will meet all your needs. And you have a need that you want God to meet it. It says, according to the riches of his glory. God will answer. In King James Version. And my God shall supply. All your need. Did you hear that? Now can you imagine you saying, Father, I pray as it is written. That you shall supply. All my need. Can you imagine you making a prayer. Saying the name of Jesus. According to your, to your riches in glory. You shall supply. It is said. Of me. If there is a thing the devil doesn't like. It is you saying the scriptures. Jesus. When he met the devil. The devil said it is written. Did you hear that? The devil told Jesus that it is written. The devil. That if you jump. Angels would what? Would uphold you. And Jesus also said it is written. Until the devil said it is written. Jesus said it is written. The devil knows the word. In fact he knows scriptures than you. So he was quoting verses against Jesus until Jesus changed. He said, it is said. He stopped saying, it is what? Written. He said, it is said. When he said it is said, the devil does not want to hear you saying scriptures. He wants you to, to keep on just saying it is written. He wants you to base your Christianity on just knowing what the Bible says. But not speaking it. When he said it, the Bible says immediately the devil left him. The Bible says when he said it is said, the Bible says and the devil left for a season. He left for a time. When he said it is said, so most of you, your prayers are based on what you know from the scripture, but not what you say of the scriptures. So you must say scriptures in your prayer. Speak. The Bible says what? By his stripes, we were healed. Now can you imagine you want God to heal you? 
You can't just be saying in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I pray for healing. Of course, God can answer that. But when you want an effective prayer, you change it from saying, God, just heal me. You begin to say it is written. By your stripes, I am healed. And you begin to declare in your prayer about what this scripture says about your healing. And somebody says, I'm praying for marriage. Just say, Father, Lord, I pray that you give me marriage. Lord, I pray for that. Oh, Lord, nothing is impossible. Oh, of course, a good prayer. But effective one. The Bible says in his will, in his word, we begin to make a prayer. It is said. In Isaiah 34, verse 16, none of us shall be missing. None of us shall lack our mates. For it is the mouth of the Lord that has spoken. And his spirit shall gather them together. His hand shall bring them together. For he allots their portions. They shall dwell together for generations and generations. So you begin to speak the word. You begin to pray the word. That's the most effective way of prayer. Even in the court. No matter how good you are in talking, if you're not speaking the constitution, it's useless. It's not how eloquent you are. Like nice English. The judge will say, and where are you getting that from? Where, where are you getting that from? Go back to the verse. Hmm. Let's go there. If you love God, say, I love God. Read together. One thing, go read. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. NIV, read louder. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Now, can you imagine you just standing there and just begin to talk, to talk things which are not even written anywhere? And, and do, you know, do you know, if you see a judge in the court, it is a representation of God. God does not intervene or take a step where it is not written. In Isaiah 33 verse 22, okay, the Bible says God is a judge. Oh, you didn't hear that. For the Lord is our judge. He says that. Look there. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. It is he who saves us. So if you want God to save you, look at, look at him as a judge. And you are coming to him with his own constitution. So you begin to court. Are you here? Section 13. Subsection 2. Are you, are you here, somebody? Our God is our judge. So when you are making prayer, look at the judge and begin to speak the scripture. The Bible says, even though the lions may fail, even the, li the young lions may want, but for those who put trust in his name, shall lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. 
He leads me. Can you imagine praying his scriptures? And most people are just good or letters. Oh God, even they even use King James Version. Father God, thy, thy faithfulness, thy faithfulness endureth forever. And it goes like, and They begin to talk, to talk. And God is like, where is that? Where is that? Even the devil knows that what you are what you're praying is not even written anyway. It is not even said anyway. So number one, you must what? I can't hear you louder. Speak louder. Base your prayer. Say it again. Your prayer must be based on the word. Your prayer must be based on the word. Base your prayer on what? Base your prayer on what? Base your prayer on the word. Now, not just say, Father, I'm praying, oh Lord, I'm, I'm in fasting tomorrow. Wake up in the morning, I'm fasting. I'm fasting tomorrow. Oh Lord, I know you answer me. Answer me now. The following day, I'm in fasting. The moment you begin to speak the word in your prayer, your prayer becomes so powerful and effective. Are you hearing me? Yes. Do you know why the Israelites, God would come down for them? They were quoting what God said to Abraham. Yes. Whenever they are in a serious situation, they would come and say, God, you promised our father Abraham. Yes. They always quoted what God said to Abraham. What God said to Isaac. And what God said to Jacob. Uh -huh. So number one, let your prayer be based on the word. If you're following some following prophet. Number two, let your prayers be filled with faith. Not just because you're familiar. You've been a Christian for a long time. You've been a believer for a long time. And just let's pray. Let's gentlemen, let's pray. And this, I have seen a common problem. When you believe God for a long time, you reach a level where you just pray as usual. You just pray as usual. But hear this. You need to put up your faith at a certain level. If you want something to happen, you need, not just because you pray and, and you always pray. No. But this situation you have, it may not need the same level of faith which you used when you had headache. You didn't hear me. What have I said? The current situation may need a different level of faith than when you needed $4,000. Here we need to move a mountain. Oh, you didn't hear me. We have to move a mountain. So the, the faith of moving mountains is different. In 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 1, okay, the Bible speaks of a certain level of faith. It says what? 
It says, even though if I speak in tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. In verse 2, it says what? It says, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith, if I have a faith, if I have a faith that can move mountains. So there is a level of faith that can move mountains. And he's calling it a faith that can move mountains. So the level of faith that you need to move a mountain, it is not the same level of faith that you, you can use if you want to move a tree. Can you imagine? God can perform a wonder if your, 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 your faith, don't just make a prayer. There are some issues you have. You need a, a certain level of faith. Now let's read this scripture, okay? Let's read this. In Matthew 21 verse 22, the Bible says in NKJV, it says what? And whatever things you want. You ask in uh -huh, prayer. Uh-huh. Believing. Uh-huh. You will receive. Exactly. Read again. And whatever things you ask in prayer. How many things? Whatever things. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever you ask in prayer. Believing, believing. You will receive. You will receive. Whatever. Not some things. So you may actually stand and say, in the name of Jesus. You see, you are lacking school fees. You have no money for fees. And you're praying. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hear, hear what the Bible says there. He says, whatever. Can, can, you, can you read the scripture? Matthew 21, verse number 22. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. He says what? And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Whatsoever. Now imagine you're praying for school fees for your children. And you have no money. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Oh, God, open doors for my children. Oh, Father, open doors for fees. Can you imagine if you can change that? And say, it is said in Isaiah 54, verse 13, that my children shall be taught by the Lord. See the scripture there? It says, your children. Look, look at it. It says, your children. Isaiah 54, verse 13. It says what? Oh, your, not some, not some. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. It's simple, simple. Look, look at that. It says, all your children, not some, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. By the and Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children. That's the second prayer point now. When you've got children who are being depressed, anxiety, they have no peace, they're into drugs, they're into what? You also call that a peace to all my children. It is said. That's number one. Praying by the word. Number two, it is when you use faith. You use faith. So you begin to believe because you, you have the word. It is the word that produces faith. Go back to the scripture. Can you read it for me? Isaiah 54, verse 13. All your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of, their, of your children. Can you imagine having, can you, can, can you imagine you now getting to a level, the Bible says whatsoever you ask, believing, what will happen? 
He says, you shall receive. Anything, whatever. You can actually wake up in the morning and pray that today, as I'm going down, I pray for a new car. Whatever. But have you seen how your level of faith is? How you pray for things? So it is the word that makes it number one, okay? All men of God who could say, God, you spoke to Abraham. It means they heard what God spoke to Abraham. So they would base their prayer on what God said and they would believe it. Because the Romans 10 verse 17, the Bible says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing so by the word of God. comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Did you hear that? So can you see? Can you see step number one? Produces step what? Number two. Faith comes. See the scripture? It says faith comes by hearing. Yes. The way I'm teaching you right now. The way you are hearing this word. The way you are hearing this word. You are becoming pregnant. Pregnant of your miracle. Your faith is being activated. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the way you are hearing right now. That's why you see more miracles happening in church than home. Because you'll be hearing God's word and then a man of God will say, now, miracles. And miracles begin to happen. Because at home you don't even hear the word. This is why your television, your prophetic channel must always be on. That's where every service you must be hearing. And when you pray, base your prayer on the word. It will activate your faith. Can you imagine a prayer that is made out of faith? The Bible says, and a prayer made in faith shall save the sick. It says, and a prayer made in faith shall save the sick. And if he had done something wrong, God will forgive him. Amen. Prayer made in faith. Yes. Are you there? Yes. A prayer. James 5.15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Faith, a prayer of faith shall save. The sick. I'm speaking to anyone watching me now. Your situation is going to change as I stand with you in prayer. As we believe the word of God. We stand on the word of God. It is what God says that shall come to pass in your life. It doesn't matter what people think of you. It doesn't matter what people say of you. But God's word is paramount. Put your hands for Jesus. Come on. Are you there? You need to speak it. Don't just speak on it. Act on it. Number three. Remove fear. In prayer. Remove what? Remove fear in prayer. Let me say something to you. Okay? Let me say something to you. Do you know there are people when they're praying, then they, they have this what if. Now, can you imagine you're praying? Okay? You are praying. 
that you want to pass on a passage and there's a snake. So you're saying, God, I want to pass there. For example, just an example. I'm not saying you should do it at home unless you have faith like me. You are saying, I want to pass. You hear that? And then in that prayer, you are declaring that you're going to pass. And then a certain mind begins to come. What if it bites me? What if? What if? You have no money and the bank has written you a notice that they will repossess your house the following day and you are praying to stop it. And then begins to come. A certain man begins to come to say, what if they really come and they get it? Myself, I have got no option number two. If I tell myself it will not happen, it will not happen. There's no other option. I'm telling you. Some of us, we do not have option two. We only have option one. It will happen. I'm telling you. So the moment you put what if, it deletes the whole faith. Because faith does not doubt. In Romans 4 verse 17, the Bible says what? It says, Abraham, when he was told that he has been made a father of many nations, it says what? In the presence of him who he believed, God who gives love to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as all. They did. In 18, it says what? Who contrary to hope, in hope, believed, so that he became the father. It says contrary to hope. There was no hope. Contrary to hope, he believed. Contrary, there was no hope. He believed. What are you talking about? Somebody's 99 years, and the God says, by the next year, you're going to have a child. Your wife is 91 years. He says, contrary to hope, he believed. There was no second thinking that what if he is not. Remember the journey. He, has been, he was promised 27 years ago. And God never said in 27, he said, God just said he's going to have a child. So the year finished, the following year finished, the other year finished, the other year finished, the other year finished. The Bible says, contrary to hope. It was so contrary. But he believed. And the Bible says he believed God who caused things which do not exist as though they are. Did you hear that? Who gives life to the dead. I prophesy to you. Contrary to hope, you have a testimony. I prophesy to you. Contrary to hope, you will have a testimony in the name of Jesus. Are you here? So if you think you believe, begin to think twice after this message. Like, do I believe? Has my faith got into a level where I actually begin to say it is, this is how it is? And you have no second doubt. This is a faith that makes miracles happen. It is a faith that causes rain. Standing in front of the king and say, King, it will rain. That was not just being a prophet. People think it is a prophet. The Bible says Elijah was a man like us. It, there was nothing prophecy. <sighs> the man said, King. He said, as he was praying, he said, what did you see? He said, I saw a small, like a fist of a hand. Over. He said, in that, what you saw, I hear 
abundance of rain. In what you have seen, I hear. What is that? Faith. Contrary to hope. How can a feast of a cloud bring rain? In, in science, it is known as cumulonimbus. A cloud that does not bring rain. And in that cloud where there is no rain, even in science they will tell you to say that is cumulonimbus. There is no rain. Contrary to hope, the man said, I hear abundance of rain. And he said, king, begin to run away. Because before you reach your house, you will be wet in the rain. Contrary to hope. Can you imagine a little amount of money in your account? You hear abundance of millions. Can you imagine you were so sick? And then you just feel a little bit better. And you hear abundance of healing. Are you here, somebody? We're going to number what now? Number four. See yourself succeeding. See yourself what? Maybe before we go to before we go to number four, let me just comment something here on number three of fear. Remove fear. I repeat, contrary to hope. Remove what? Remove fear. It will not happen as the devil is whispering in your ears. It won't. Believe God. One of the biggest gifts I have, I fear nothing. I fear nothing. I just look at them. I fear nothing. Faith removes fear. Do you hear me? Your anointing is bigger than Facebook. Your anointing is bigger than the bank. How can they woo you for by a decision of a bank? Say, so arise. I'm telling you, if you see someone falling because, because of, of anything in life, it means that that person is small to that thing. Your anointing must be tested and be seen. To say if, if his anointing can fall, if you can fall, Jesus Christ, if you can fall by just a simple thing, and like I don't think I'll be praying anymore, I think, I think I'm giving up. It means that the level of your faith and your anointing is lower than what has brought you down. I'm telling you. We're not falling. We're not going down. Nothing. Anything that is fighting with you, it is the one that will bring, will go down. I'm telling you. Somebody came to me uh, last year. He's like, oh, so this situation, I'm feeling sorry for you. I'm like, it's like a dog going to a lion. I'm feeling sorry for you. I said, how do you do that? I said, just stand behind me and follow me. And after a week, he came back. He's like, ah, major, major, major. <laughs> Contrary to hope, we fear nothing. You where you are right now, what are you afraid of? 
Like all oh, my business is going down. Why are you scared? Yes. Nothing will happen to your business. How yes. they will take him account? Way who? It will not happen. How oh, looks like things now are going down. Way going way, going way. The opposite will begin to happen. I see you shooting going up. I see you going on top. Men of faith. The Bible says, if they shall say there is a casting down, you shall say there is a lifting up. That's faith. If they shall say there is a what? A casting down, you shall say there is a lifting up. So when people say, oh, that woman, look, look now. Oh, she's losing things. Oh, her life is going down. Everything is going down. The Bible says, you shall say. I don't know if you're hearing me. Are you following? Yeah. Remove faith. Remove fear and put faith. You hear that? Tell your neighbor, do not fear. Now tell them again. Say, do not fear. Do not fear. Tell them again, do not fear. Do not fear. Never fear. Yes. Oh, Papa, you have no idea. The, thing, the way things are now, things are, do not fear. The enemy will come and tell you now. You see, you see now? You see now you are finished. So who? Finished who? So you see? Your business, how it is moving now. Everything is gone. Everything is gone. I believe in God who restores. The Bible says he shall restore. Not just your money. He says the, all the wasted years. If God can restore years. Can you imagine the years you have already passed? God can restore them. If God can restore years, calendars people have already even forgotten about. Uh -huh. oh, we already passed 2015. We already passed 2016. We already passed. And the Bible says for you, God can actually take those years and bring them in your life again. Uh -huh. Say, I am the vice versa. Say, never, you will never understand me. Not said properly. Say, I am the vice versa. So number four, I said, see yourself what? Succeeding. That's number four. See yourself succeeding. Joshua 1 verse 8 in NIV. See yourself succeeding. How do you, how do you pray for something and you don't see yourself succeeding? Mm. Joshua 1 verse 8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Again. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. It says, and you will be what? Prosperous, prosperous and, successful. and successful. Hear this. Go back to the scripture. Go back to the scripture. Now, I want you to go to NKJV. Okay? I want you to see this. It says, and this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Remember, that's number one. Remember? Yes. Point number one. Yes. Let your prayers be based on the... Speaking of the word of God. Aha. Uh -huh. 
but you shall meditate. Meditate, I told you, it is what brings in faith. Yes, you will meditate what God has, has been doing, what you have been watching God do on TV, what God was doing in the Bible. That's meditation that brings in faith. Now the Bible then says what? That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. I told you, acting, not just hearing, acting, observing. Then the Bible says, for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Good success. Good success. I prophesy, you will have good success. Begin to see yourself succeeding. What is it? The Bible said for the woman who touched Jesus, the Bible said for she said in her heart that if I only touch, I'll be healed. So she saw success before it actually happened. So begin to see yourself walking if you can't walk. Begin to see your business moving forward. Prayers of faith. Begin to see success. I just want you to stand up on your feet.